show, Five Star Fam. I'm AJ, and this is Mark. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. So welcome back to the show, Mark. And uh, yeah, you know, LA United last week against NYCFC. That wasn't uh, maybe the most promising result. It was a result uh, at least. But uh, yeah, what's your your temperature on the team at the moment? Obviously, uh, yeah, with that uh, with that draw, we are in fifth. We, uh, you know, in that sense, uh, do at the very least have a couple games in hand on some of the teams, and then uh, as well, uh, maybe a game in hand on the teams that maybe we can realistically maybe catch, possibly on the weekend, because uh, no one's catching the Revolution. That's annoying. Uh, you know, no right. one saw that coming. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what's your feeling on the team right now? Are we, uh, you know, because we're in seventh, uh, which is above that red line for the playoff spot. Can we keep that playoff spot? We can. Um, It's, we are, in terms of how I feel, we are a little too close to that red line. Like, I would like some breathing room between Atlanta United and the red line. Above it, of course. Um... You know, but again, it's it's all because of like the schedule. Um, like you mentioned, uh, we have a game in hand on most of the teams above us, I think, except Red Bull. Um, so you know, the we could where we are in the standings could fluctuate. It wasn't that long ago that we were fifth, you know. So um, and the fact that Atlanta United didn't play this past weekend, other teams um, sort of gained on Atlanta, but you know, obviously. We'll still all end up playing the same amount of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm optimistic. I still, I'm still optimistic that they'll make the playoffs. I kind of, I'm hoping that we can make the push for a top four finish because that means at least one home game. Right. Because at the very moment, uh, we would be facing the Philadelphia Union, which uh, has not really been a kind fixture this season. It's, uh, you know, our old friend, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Parcero, uh, our Parcero homie, uh, you know, would uh, probably be licking his chops a little bit at that uh, that matchup, and uh, you know, I think we, uh, for me personally, I feel like uh, it kind of you have to ask us week by week because it really gets to a point where uh, we're jumping so many playoff spots uh, up and down that or out. It's just, yeah, you know, and especially with Jose Martinez or Ezekiel Barco, uh, you know, missing from the squad or missing from the 11s, it really starts to make an impact on how many points we can get because obviously with them in the squad, we play a lot better. But uh, yeah, let's get into, you know, that NYCFC match. And yeah, I mean, we largely look pretty good throughout it. I mean,. Maybe the first uh, 15-20 minutes, you know, maybe not uh, spectacular, but uh, we definitely had more of the control uh, for a lot of it. And Marcelino Moreno, you know, as always, uh, was just bossing everything. Uh, Mateo Sassetu as well, bossing midfields. Uh, I think he had a 94% uh, pass complete uh, complete percentage. Um, 
but you know it is also like we uh we drop points at another point in time of uh, the match where we have been tending to do that throughout the season. Uh, I think 75th minute or later, something of a stat of, well, like, we've dropped 11 points from a winning position. And so, that's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> 11 points right now. Not great. Yeah. Even, even just half of those points, we'd be sitting pretty in, uh, you know, maybe third even. Uh, yeah. You know, and so, or at least tied for for second or third. And so, you know, that's a big impact. And, uh, you know, it's not like every team's going to be perfect and not drop points from a losing position ever. But uh, it just seems like it's been right. uh, an occurrence that is very, very annoying. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing. I think, you know, you can, you know, try to, I guess, tell, give yourself the logic that, uh, it, it's a bit of bad luck, and you know that goal could have come up any time. But when it comes so late, it's I think there's an extra kind of emotional twist of the knife feeling. Um, and yeah, you know, I was just thinking like, what if they held on versus Philadelphia? What if they held on versus NYC? Uh, obviously, that's four points right there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and that would do four points would put us, I think, in fifth or. Fourth, even. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be uh, about fourth. Somewhere, yeah. Mm -hmm. somewhere, somewhere in there. Um, and so it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. But one thing I will say, you know, having had the chance to like kind of sleep on it, uh, next day, I, you know, I was thinking about it. No, at least no Joseph at the start, no Barco. Um, Sosa is forced off with the knock, it seems like. So, um, and I think those were bad breaks. I also thought it was interesting. I saw the quote from Pineda where he said he felt he maybe pulled Arujo too early. Um, I definitely think Arujo was having a fantastic game. Um, and I thought, I even thought he was going to, I thought for sure he was going to score. But um, he did get the assist. Um, very Almiron like in the way he carried the ball through the middle and then laid it off to uh, Moreno. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, those games, these games with versus NYCSC, I feel like are always tricky like you know like they're never because they're, they're not a bad team you know they've had seasons where they're better but i can't remember the last time that they were just outright bad you know what i mean so they obviously have quality players um and i do think and there's a point that you made that the subs uh changed the tenor of that game probably the last 15 to 20 minutes or so right and definitely yeah it uh you know, when you have a bear come on, you have, uh, you know, just guys that are a little bit more seasoned. Um, because, yeah, they're a young squad, they're inconsistent, uh, and, uh, you know, you could arguably say that about us a little bit at times, um, that we have a little bit of that. But, uh, and th that's kind of, you know, the issue here is, like, we essentially didn't put out, uh, put away our chances. And because uh, we had, you know, some other chances that uh, whether they were half chances or, you know, uh, the bellow chance that hit the crossbar that, I mean, oof, that would have been a ridiculous, uh, you know, rocket at the top of the net if it had, you know, reached there. And um, yeah, I mean, the Moreno goal, yeah, just talking about that was just incredible. Um, you know, the way he was able to hit that with his left foot. Um you know, it's just like mm -hmm. he he is on some form uh, and he has been, like I've been saying, our most consistent performer of the season by far. And uh, yeah, did his, uh, you know, look at me, uh, you know, uh, celebration again. And 
I'm, I'm loving it, man. Like he, by all accounts, is like a very shy person around the, uh, you know, around the locker room, around the training grounds. Right. But I mean, you can't tell with the amount of swagger that he plays, you know, while uh, while mm-hmm. he's on the pitch. But uh, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, um, I think it's that exactly what you were saying about Pineda when Amar Sadish gets brought on and he's hasn't really played a ton of minutes and so you know he's not at game speed mm-hmm. and you have that he commits a foul in a dangerous area and they are able to put it away uh which yeah i mean it's also you know do you think guzan could have done much better uh, i'm not sure that he could have i will i'll admit i haven't watched it back but uh i mean we had a pretty good view of it at least a clear angle of it and um it was a pretty quality strike i mean i know i get that it's not like all the way in the corner but i think also uh just being able to get the the up and down over the wall uh from that close in it's that's it's a pretty solid hit i think um it's just one of the it's yeah it's a golasso um but like you were saying you know what led to that i think is what uh what Eleni and I would probably look in the mirror about, probably try to correct going forward. Um, yeah, but no yeah, silly fouls. Know, that particular foul. right. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. no silly fouls around the box uh, late, essentially, is like, mm-hmm. you know, but uh huh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't think Guzan could have done too much more than, uh, than what he did, you know, especially when you consider like he's protecting one side of the goal. So he's expecting the wall to do the job on that side, and the kick just beat it. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah, it just shows. Yeah, it's the danger of uh, not putting away your chances, and yeah, it's it's also when you have Kubo Torres up top. I mean, was he offering much to you besides, uh, you know, some hold up play? Not really. Um, yeah, it's it, no, no. To be honest, I mean, like I remember him taking one shot. And it was the kind of shot where it's a tough angle and it's just like a hopeful hit more than anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you just, you're not going to get a whole lot of uh, uh, chances with Kubo. It just, it, it, we've seen it. We've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't want to be too insulting or anything, but uh, it's, it's just, just, it's, just it's trying. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to attack with a dull sword. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. it's because it's that it's like the ball's in behind he was never gonna get on the end of um yeah right when when he's in the box uh yeah like you're saying it's hopeful more than anything um i mean with jackson conway yeah too many touches Mm, to maybe do that but would, would jackson conway have really made more of a difference who knows uh he when he's come on i mean he's still learning his trade he's still uh, you know, working on his hold-up game. And then, yeah, when Jose Martinez came on, you know, uh, well, this is the thing. I, I saw some shocking uh, tweets that basically, like, and, yeah, people in the comments uh, underneath us, uh, our, our uh, posts on Instagram, uh, basically saying that Jose Martinez needs to retire and Kubo, Mar- <laughs> Kubo Torres needs to retire. I'm like, what? <laughs> These are really bad takes. But, uh, <laughs> essentially, uh, yeah, that ain't, that ain't the take. Uh, and so, yeah, Jose Martinez, 
he didn't really impact this match, but, you know, obviously he's still working his way back from uh, the injury this season. And so, you know, anything that he's given is a massive plus. So, you know, 10 goals already uh, in a really start and stop season for him, you know, uh, and yeah. him coming on as a sub when... Yeah, I mean, like, he's come on as a sub, like, very few times in his career. He's not, mm -hmm. you know, probably going to uh, maybe be able to impact this this match massively, especially when uh, the creators were, I think, mostly tiring, you know, and especially, I think, when, uh, you know, Pineda, uh, he essentially, yeah, you know, kind of sent that, that message, whether he wanted to or not, that, uh, you know, we were setting up shop and, you know, trying to, keep the uh keep the scoreline as it was but um yeah what, what did you think about Joseph Martinez and you know maybe that comment that you just heard that uh was written in our uh Instagram comments saying like what the motivation is for that take <laughs> for that extremely hot take I, yeah. I don't know like what that he didn't play well for 30 minutes versus uh NYC like the thing is too the schedule has been tough and I, I realize it's tough on everybody but you can see the effect it's having like on the intensity of play the players are wearing down like they just came off a huge road win versus toronto and then we're playing three days later versus nycfc and like again like nycfc is a tough opponent so i would have been thrilled with the win um I'm not shocked that we drop points and I'm not shocked that Joseph needed rest and that's the most prudent thing to do like if we want Joseph that we obviously we can't assume that LA and I will make the postseason but if we do we want Joseph there like what's the point if Joseph's not even available for those games so mm -hmm. like we have to take our time with him and the team can't always it can't always be if Joseph's not on the field we can't win you know what I mean mm -hmm. or we can't score anyway like there has something has to give at a certain point and this is when you these situations when you find out about that about the, the other players that you can rely on so right uh but yeah i mean like i think those those comments just looking for attention like it really doesn't joseph has been i think from my in my mind he's been good this season right mm -hmm. and when you consider the context of uh have him having to work back from this injury you know i think i think you're happy with this contribution I mean, I am, you know, so I don't, I don't understand what the expectation is of him at this point, at this particular point. Right. And retire, I mean, 10 goals uh, in a, you know, kind of injury slash international duty uh, marred season. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a really, really cold take, essentially. That's like, that <laughs> is about as trash ass of a take that I've ever heard. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh Going beyond that, I mean, uh, you know, into how uh, Marcelino Moreno, uh, he got another MLS Team of the Week. Uh, I mean, I think that's well-deserved here is just how well he's been playing. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think a lot of people are, are, you know, realizing how important he is because without Barco, without Jose Martinez, he's been putting the team on his back. And, you know, it's, uh, he's maybe at times, uh, guilty of maybe kind of being, a almost a one man team, uh, driving us forward at times, but, uh, sometimes we need it. And, you know, he's been, uh, yeah. 
he's been able to do that. And then, of course, yeah, like Luis Araruju, um, you know, getting his bearings. This is his second assist of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, he also, it's it's this like uh, there's stats out there that pretty much like uh, have pretty much kind of like solidified. Uh, what I've been saying for a while was that uh, we're one of the best teams with the ball at our feet uh, in terms of, you know, going at players, dribbling, like uh, our take on percentage and the number of, uh, you know, dribbles completed is, you know, one of the highest, if not the highest in the league. Uh, and that, you know, when you have all the players that we want on the pitch as our, uh, you know, first choice 11, you know, you have Ezekiel Barco, you have Luis Araruju, you have Mateus Hissetu, you have Marcelino Moreno, you know, Joseph Martinez isn't a slouch with the ball at his feet either, you know, and Santiago Sosa also, you know, can beat a man. Um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, kind of, uh, and then plus you uh, have it from the back too with Alan Franco and then George Bello. I mean, it's just, yeah, we, uh, you know, that's how you can break down a deep lying team and so I think in that sense we have done well this season in you know in being able to do that but yeah um, but in other news uh, Atlanta United 2's season has ended and unfortunately was a massive loss to uh, to Tulsa and uh, so you know not a terrible season but uh Definitely a uh, definitely the best year in Atlanta United 2's uh, you know entire history, and uh, I mean definitely you know you saw Aiden McFadden uh, a right back score uh, the most goals for the side, and uh, you also had uh, the mustachioed boy wonder and Rocco Rios Novo who uh, played a bunch of minutes and games, and uh, yeah so all in all a uh, a very Solid season. They unfortunately miss the playoffs again. And I think that kind of uh, the whole USL thing is going to be changing soon. So, um, you know, it will be announced what, you know, uh, what league they're going to be playing in and what that's going to look like. But, you know, it will be, uh, I think, uh, fairly interesting to see what's going to happen with Atlanta United 2. But do uh, you have any thoughts on uh, Atlanta United 2? Uh,. I mean, you know, they showed improvement, and uh, I think that's all you can really ask for. I mean, at the end of the day, we know that it is more so for the development of players coming through the academy. Um, you know, it is a taste of professional football before the first team. We know that's like the main point of it. Um, but it's still, it's still good to see them, I think, their play rewarded with results. And hopefully uh, it can continue to trend in that direction but i think overall uh lady united's whole setup you know the second team the academy and so forth i, I think it's in a good place uh you know i think um we are seeing the fruits of that labor uh kyle soto actually wrote a pretty good piece on dirty south soccer about that uh which i recommend you check out but i mean like you know like george campbell is a perfect example you know like he's a uh, center back he's been there since day one of you know the academy existing which is 2016 right um and you know he actually actually had an agreement to go to college or he, he signed on to play for maryland and ended up staying 
and continuing his development here. And I think we are seeing the um, seeing the fruits of that labor. And hopefully that can continue, you know, uh, whether it is that uh, they're pros that come through and play for Atlanta or play for other MLS teams or move on to Europe, you know. Uh, I think it's a great sign that we're showing the ability to do that. All right. And so getting into uh, the matches this week, uh, just to kind of uh, cover it, talk about it. Uh, Inter-Miami is on Wednesday, Toronto FC on Saturday. Both are home games at the Benz. Uh, yeah, so, you know, this podcast will kind of cover both of those matches in terms of, uh, you know, how we're going to be feeling about it. But, uh, yeah, Inter-Miami, you know, they're not in the playoff spots, but they are maybe capable of playing spoiler for sure. Uh, they're in slightly better form, and yeah, uh, Gonzalo Higuain, you know, has definitely been, uh, you know, at the top for them, someone that is uh, for sure a danger man, and I think, uh, you know, Miles Robinson is key in this because he has been able to stop him previously, and, um, you know, it is also, uh, I think, against Inter-Miami, Maybe a side that's, uh, you know, even without um, even without their defensive midfielder, and I'm dr- completely drawing a blank right now for some reason, uh, uh, old Frenchman, uh, Blaise uh, Matuidi, anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, even without Blaise Matuidi, uh, they still, you know, I think hold some, uh, you know, a good defense, obviously, with LGP as well in there. Uh, he's mm-hmm. someone that we have to, uh, you know, maybe agitate and, uh, you know, get him on a yellow and, you know, we can really, I think, uh, start running at their defense a little bit more. Uh, you know, even though mm-hmm. LGP and Barco are, uh, you know, previous buddies, there has been no love loss uh, with them on the pitch. He, he definitely will uh, put a knee or a leg into Barco and pretend like he never did it. And uh, <laughs> it's... Uh... <laughs> that's just how he plays. I mean, that's the, you know, I would expect nothing different from LGP. In fact, I, I appreciate the respect that he shows at Lane United by following the shit out of Barco or Moreno or whoever. And uh-huh. I'm sure... I'm, I'm, I would not be surprised if there are some uh, heated moments. I mean... I don't think they'll actually swing on each other, but I could see Barco, you know, getting hot real quick for a second, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> maybe uh, forgetting his buddy for a second. But you know, you love it. It's uh, it's the competitive nature of it. Um, yeah, Inter is another one of those tricky opponents. I mean, even though they're only on thirty eight points, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but mm-hmm. they have decent players. Uh, and all the games between Atlanta and Miami seem to be close. You know, scrappy. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the last the last match uh, that we played Miami, we won because of a penalty. Kind of fortunate, you know. So very fortunate, yeah. and uh, because uh, LGP, I mean, yeah, he pretty much was the guy who uh, conceded that penalty, and uh, in that sense, really. Um, and it was a penalty, absolutely. It like was a penalty, but it was. Kind yeah. of hilarious that it was LGP, and uh, yes, again, yeah. Uh, yeah. LGP, yeah. thank you for the uh, that assist uh, for Jose Martinez's uh, 100th goal. Yep, 
grazie, grazie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it is... I'm surprised uh, you didn't hug him afterwards. I know, right? Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't join in on the celebration and, uh, you know, right. swap, swap kits and stuff. No, that would have been a terrible... I'm, I'm sure... I'm I'm sure he went by the locker room afterwards. He knows his way around the bends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he uh, he knows where that is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, definitely in terms of, um, you know, Inter-Miami, like, they still, again, have tricky customers. Uh, Lewis Morgan is another danger man uh, for them that has scored against us. Uh, that's, you know, it's just we need to uh, keep our eyes peeled. Uh, we will have had a week uh you know between matches so that will be good but against toronto on saturday that will be a little trickier uh obviously i think uh maybe not obviously but i would imagine they will want to play alejandro pasuelo and josie altador uh you know from the the start from the off um because you know they definitely looked a lot better against us when that happened um you know, Jefferson Soltado, um, great player, but you know, all five foot three of him is not going to be too much, uh, you know, hold up play wise troubling for LA United. But Josie Altador, yeah, you know, that's uh, a little bit more, I think, uh, where you're mm, okay. This is a, a little bit more daunting up top, uh, if that were the case, but, um, but getting into Inter-Miami, like we, we won't predict uh, Toronto, but uh, in terms of Inter-Miami, in terms of the uh, starting 11, um, yeah, let's kind of go through it together. Uh, goose between the six, of course, but uh, would you go with three-man back line here, or what would you do? Yeah, yeah, stick with the three-man back line. It's been working. Uh, so probably Robinson, Franco, and Walks again, uh, especially with the week off. Yeah. Agreed there, yeah. Like I said, Robinson will be key for Iguain for sure. Uh, although Alan Franco, yeah, you know, he will have his hands full too. I think, yeah, just both of them, uh, you know, will just have to uh, really keep an eye out uh, on him. Uh, even though I think, yeah, he, he, I think, was playing a lot against Anton Walks last match uh, when they were playing. And so it's, you know... Of course, all, all three of the center backs uh, will you know have to keep their eyes peeled for their talisman. But uh, getting into the wing backs, uh, would you change there, Lennon Bello? No, I yeah, I, I like them. Um, I think they do a pretty good job on the uh, at the wing back spots. So mm -hmm. yeah, roll with Be Lennon and Bello again. Yeah, same here, same here. Uh, now into midfields, uh, yeah, would you? do it as a three would you do it as a two what would you do and who are they uh i would probably do sosa and moreno in the midfield and that's if sosa can play because sosa uh you know is a pretty much uh is a decision on either tuesday night or wednesday uh if he can actually uh you know start or not he has uh, kind of been in and out of training, so there's that. Joseph Martinez as well, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, that will be a factor. Uh, so, yeah, Sosa, if he can play, and if he can't, I'm thinking uh, you probably need some person to kind of break it up a little bit, and I think Mo Adams does come in here, if it were. Um, with, 
Yeah. Mateus Asetu. From the start? From the start. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Because I, I feel like Inter Miami does have enough in attack, and we need someone to be able to break up some play. Uh, but Mateus Asetu yeah. uh, is in that other spot. Uh, and then for me, I think uh, Marcelino Moreno is in that ten role. Uh, so, what about you? What are who are your Fords? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll, wait, oh, do we have Barco back yet or no? We do. We do. Okay, yeah. So, um, I think I'm, I would go ultra aggressive here. I think um, Joseph Barco. Uh, Arujo up top, which is why I went for Moreno in the midfield. Uh, now, Sosa can't play. That does change the equation a little bit. Uh, I know Sadish just came back, so you know maybe he's not ready to start yet. Um, and then Hisetu and Moreno in the midfield would be... That's probably a little too aggressive. So, Very um, aggressive, but yeah. <laughs> but I think in general... I, yeah, right. But I think in general, you know, I just think you got to get six points out of these next two games uh you know they're just they're two home games versus two teams that are below us in the standings we yeah. really should be getting maximum points um and so i i would not mind seeing an aggressive setup um it does probably hinge on who can play that holding midfield role but i would play you know bam i'd play him again okay for horseman Oh my god, yeah, no, that's uh, that's so aggressive. I, uh, yeah, I don't think I could do that. Um, it's just, yeah, that's that's asking for some trouble. I feel like, and so uh, that can't be me. But, um, but I think uh, so. It, I kind of allude to it. I think uh, is that Jose Martinez, he's questionable. I would say maybe just don't uh, you know risk him for too long. Uh, and it, it is that maybe it is where uh, Ezekiel Barco and Luis Araujo are the two up top, and then Joseph Martinez does come on later again. Um, you know, and so that way you can actually control how many minutes he does play because, yeah, our running, you know, in the rest of the season is fairly, you know, pretty forgiving. So, uh, you know, whether it's at home or yeah. away. I think, uh, you know, you have Joseph Martinez uh, able to play um, at least three of four of them maybe start uh, after, you know, largely being able to, to rest for, you know, about a week and a half. That's pretty good. And so that's that's some good, um, you know, raring to go for him uh, for the, you know, really business, business end of the season. So, but, um, but yeah, so for you, you were saying, yeah, Joseph, Barco, and Araruju, right? So, okay, you know, that's, uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah, you know, guys, let us know what you think in terms of the lineup and what you think will happen. But uh, that gets us to what you think the score is going to be. So, yeah, Inter-Miami, LA United on Wednesday, what's going to happen? I'm thinking 3-1. I'm just feeling optimistic. I just feel like uh, with the week off, especially, uh, you know, uh, we'll just be fresher out the gate, uh, get the job done. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, I might even go a little bit more uh, kind of bullish slightly. Uh, that I think it's going to be a 2 0 win. We're going to have a shutout. Um, yeah. I think 
you know, our defense can, I think, shut down Miami. Uh, you know, I think it's one of those, uh, yeah, you know, if if they don't come out uh, guns blazing in that sense, then I think we can, you know, do a number on them. So um, it, I think it, it it will it will come to I think obviously you know how we finish the game, and so uh, that will be key. So will we be able to uh, keep them at bay for the entire 90 minutes? I hope so. We've had a week off. Uh, I would absolutely hope that uh, fatigue is not a factor. So, uh, yeah, 2-0 for me. But, guys, let us know what you think in the comments below. But, uh, yeah, until next week. Uh, and, you know, it's a, we're pretty much going, uh, you know, full mystery on who's going to be on each week. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what it's going to be next week. That's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. And for Mark, I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.